0: The Seattle Seahawks, one final trap before the end of the regular season. The Arizona Cardinals, they can send a statement to Russell Wilson, though, this Sunday in the path to the NFC West for the Arizona Cardinals. Alex and I, we have it for you on this Friday edition. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Give me a woo. Woo! <laughs> Fire it up, rise up, Red Sea one last time in the regular season. That's going down this Sunday. Glendale State Farm Stadium. Apparently I have Nature Boy as my, uh, my <laughs> host. A lot I of popped moves. the vocal
1: cord. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Brock, Alex Clancy. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Clancy's Corner, at Bob Brack. Of course, follow the show at LockdownAZCards. Uh, just great daily content on that social media. All those social media handles right there. Appreciate everybody making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Uh, huge podcast. I mean, this is our final regular season game preview episode. We're going to get into what the Arizona Cardinals need to do to avoid a trap game against the 6-10 and 10 Seattle Seahawks, who seem to be playing their best football of the season right now where it really doesn't matter for that organization. Uh, Russell Wilson, he talked to the media, said he wants to win multiple Super Bowls there. So he's locked in. I, I don't think that completely you know, gets him out of the, uh, you know, the, the chances of being on the market, the open market, the trade market this offseason. season. But um, he, he seems like he wants to at least suit up one final time and then see where it goes on Sunday. And that's always a dangerous thing for the Arizona Cardinals, especially when it's and their turf at State Farm Stadium, formerly University of Phoenix Stadium, what it was called when Russell Wilson teamed up with Pete Carroll and they had a ton of success in that building. So we'll get into this contest, but I think there's a statement that the Cardinals can make to the Seahawks and Russell Wilson when they, everything's all said then come Sunday. We'll get into what the Arizona Cardinals, what's at stake on Sunday. You know, we had some fun. You know, I mentioned Colt McCoy potentially playing the second half in this game. Um, it's kind of silly season because we're just kind of hurrying up and waiting, Alex, for the, for the playoffs at this point. I mean, after Sunday, we're previewing playoff football, something that – I think if you would have told people before the regular season began, like, you're crazy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, everything has worked as, you know, as close to a vacuum to the first half of the season as you, as you would have, you know, ever hoped in your wildest dreams. And then, you know, they've had a little um, futility over over the tail end of the season. But um, that win in Dallas legitimately changes everything. You know, even so if they would have beat Detroit like they were supposed to, um, or if they would have beat Indy uh, at home on Christmas and they lose to Dallas, we'd pretty much be sitting in the same spot. It would just look a little different. Like if the win-loss thing was the same, but they lost to Dallas, it would feel different. The fact that they beat Dallas on the su- in the Sunday afternoon, the, the game of the week with, with Joe and Troy and the whole thing, like it's a big deal. That almost counts as two wins. I know it sounds dumb, but like that that game righted the ship. Now. Is it all the way there? we don't know yet so when Seattle comes in, don't look at their record when, you, when you're ready when you talk about who's going to win this game or not okay do not look at it. Russell Wilson, as you mentioned, in my opinion also is he's top seven quarterbacks still. I mean I would take him to win one game over many other quarterbacks in the NFL because he's done it in some of the most you know uh uh stressful situations uh, high profile situations. I just don't know what they're going to look like on Sunday and that's something the Cardinals and I just I I hope they can get a W and just round this out because it would be like limping into the playoffs if they lost on Sunday losing four out of their last five to end the year
0: um you know what yeah there is a there's it can look like that I mean if they came out and they had a hundred percent effort they had all their stars playing and they they clearly went out there with the attempt to win it, win this football game, which they should because the, the NFC West is is still on the line, and they're going to be playing with a game that runs parallel with them in, in the L.A. Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. Um, so, yeah, they should be trying to win this football game. But, you know, if, if it comes down to it where the Niners-L.A. Rams game is in hand and the Rams have that game in the bag by halftime, the Arizona Cardinals pull their starters and start just resting up for the postseason. They lose this game. It's different than them, you know, losing with a full – aggressive attempt at that one. I, I think that there is nuance to that. There, There is a different, you know, fourth out of five losses than a, a four out of five loss.
1: Yeah. I just, you, first of all, I mean, rule of thumb, you never want to go into the playoffs with any sort of losing streak. I mean, it, it regardless of how, like, cause the NFL is, is segmented into four different seasons, pretty much. Now four seasons plus one game. Um, the Cardinals need to win on Sunday. <laughs> Like, that's, that, that's the deal. This isn't like, oh, you know what? It's fine if they lose. It's not about seeding. It's about beating an average team with an above-average quarterback, two above-average wide receivers, and Rashad Penny has been the best running back the last three weeks in the NFL. Like, this is going to show – Like, I think this is a fine-tuning game that needs to end with them scoring more points than the other team. Like – they need to fall into a win here by kind of playing the hits, getting Chandler Jones back in action. Let's see what the secondary looks like. And let's see. Hopefully, James Conner plays. We'll see what Chase Edmond, James Conner can look like a- as a tag team running the ball and catching the ball out of the backfield. Like we I need mean, to I- see growth in this game. I agree with you, but I also, I mean, they got to win. Got to win. Not I, not necessarily. I mean, if if the Rams win, it's a move. Well, sure. If the Rams go up thirty to nothing on San Francisco, and you sit everybody, fine. I mean, that's the outlier, obviously.
0: Right, and, and that's something that's a very realistic possibility. I mean, there there are a ton of scenarios that you can't discount really at all. So, what the Arizona Cardinals need to come out as far as from the opening kick is that they need to win this football game, no doubt about it. And if they need to adjust at halftime and say, "Hey, this thing it's out of hand" as far as what's going on between the two the other division teams and the, and the Niners and the Rams. Uh, the, the good thing is probably the Niners are playing themselves out of the playoffs if they lose. and We'll always applaud that. Uh, bad news is the Arizona Cardinals are locked into that five seed, taking on the Dallas Cowboys. But we'll take in the, we'll, we'll get into the other scenarios. I, I just think that the Arizona, you know, the Arizona Cardinals, if there is, there is something to play for right now, and then you dress this, this pig up, this Seattle Seahawks team, this pig, as something else with with that the sexiness on offense. But then I look at this defense, Alex, and it's atrocious. Like right now, like we there's already no Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams backup, Ryan Neal, is out. He's on the COVID list. They don't even really have somebody on the roster at strong safety that they can play. Quandre digs is questionable. Bobby Wagner is doubtful. They have no pass rush. This is a team that has 29 sacks overall. Like they just don't get to the quarterback. There's nobody that strikes fear or should strike fear in Kyler Murray and the rest of the Arizona Cardinals offense's hearts uh, for this game. So, like, if Seahawks want to try to get into a shootout, that's fine. But the Arizona Cardinals can play, you know, defensive football. They can make stops despite – like, they've shown they can slow down D.K. Metcalf. They've shown that they can slow down Russell Wilson. Yeah, And, like, if you're going to try to sell me on Rashad Penny as turn the corner, like, he's going to be a consistent big back. I know what he's capable of, but can he do it in his third straight week? There's enough yeah. film, out there. like maybe they can, they can uh, slow them down. And the Arizona Cardinals have been pretty decent against the run uh, the last couple of weeks considering their start.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, and the outlier for all of this is, I mean this, we could pretty much take this whole podcast and throw it in the trash if they said all their players, you know, like, <laughs> like we're, we're talking as if they're going to be playing a fully operational team. If I'm them, I'm not playing Russell Wilson. Like this isn't because of, and, and I know we, we got to go to break here in a second. We can talk about this on the other side. Like they don't have draft picks at all. So it's not like they're like, you know what? They stay, they lose, they move up a spot. That only benefits the Jets so it, for the Jamal Adams trade. So yeah. th- that wouldn't be the reason why. It would be if they sit Russell Wilson, they're trading him in the offseason. Like, that's the reason why they're sitting him. Because Russell Wilson would play any day of the week. He'd go play street football right now. He loves football, and he always wants to be out there. So if they sit him, that is definitely a um, something to keep an eye on uh, as we hit the offseason.
0: Mr. Unlimited, yeah, Mr. Unlimited. He's uh, he's a goober too. Don't forget. Be happy that. to do without that, Mr. Goober. That was great. <laughs> hey, I'm just uh, I'm imitating old Russell Wilson. Uh, there's a statement that the Arizona Cardinals can make though on Sunday against Russell Wilson. I'll tell you what that is. Plus, we'll get into our offensive, our defensive players of the game. Our full game prediction is coming here on this edition of Locked On Cardinals. But it's a new year. It's a new year. You've got New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include built bar in your plan because built bar is the protein that tastes protein bar. That tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. We've got some inside information that they did taste tests with actual candy bars and then built bars and built bars. were just wiping the floors with the actual candy bars in the taste department. Plus they've got everything you need. Built bars contain 130 calories. Four grams of sugar, four grams net carbs, and 17 grams of protein compared to a candy bar, which is just, why would you put this in your body? 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, dozens of net carbs, no protein, built bar. It's a candy bar, but it gives you all the advantages that a protein bar would. If you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good with your New Year's resolution. This way, you can enjoy a delicious built bar, and you can almost count it as a workout go to built.com if it's saving money save yourself some cash as well use the promo code locked15 that's locked15 for 15% off at built.com that's locked15 for 15% off at built.com
1: and you know you don't, if you don't like running um because running's terrible you can eat built bars to save you know to, to save some poundage and you can also take care of your car by saving money on gas. That is a professional segue there, ladies and gentlemen. The GetUpside app, okay? Our listeners, Bo and myself, are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. So download the free GetUpside app, okay? App Store, Google Play, wherever you get your your, your apps. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. I mean, you don't have to do anything except for download the damn app. Don't pay full price of the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Download the app. For free, use promo code touchdown to get up to fifty cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making two to three hundred bucks a month. Like it, 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 it's not difficult. The cash back gets added right to your account, and you can cash out any time to your bank account, or PayPal, or e gift card, or whatever you want to do. Download the free Get Upside app now. Use promo code touchdown to get fifty cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code touchdown. The free Get Upside app.
0: Thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Sure, you have to deal with our live reads, but that makes us available free on every single platform, including our YouTube page. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Starting to see some great numbers there. After a lull with the Arizona Cardinals experiencing their lull, I think they might uh, – go inside and might be the reason for that but the Arizona Cardinals with the big win against Dallas they're back on track and they are very much in the thick of the NFC West chase they can they can still capture the NFC West Uh, we can get into those scenarios here in just a bit but I think that there's a statement Alex that can be made to Russell Wilson who talked to the media yesterday and it was you know saying all the right things as he always does when he takes the dais there and, and he talks to the Seahawks media and you know I think a lot of it you could. He can only take it with a grain of salt because I don't he could tell you 100 percent saying, "I, you know, you know, go Bill Clinton, shake your finger at him and say, I, I, you know, I did not sleep with that woman. Or he could go Rafael Pomero and say, I did not take steroids. But at the end of the day, hey, what happened? You know, Russell Wilson and his wife, Sierra, may want out of the Pacific Northwest. That that, that might be a very big reality. He's got the full no trade clause. He's saying trades can happen anytime. It's like you have the power to knock down any trade. So what are we talking about here? There is a message that Chandler Jones, Marcus Golden, the junkyard dog who's gonna be mm-hmm. very to get after the quarterback. What they can do is they can make Russell Wilson say, Hell, just <laughs> oh, get case. me out of here. Get me out of here. What what do I what am I doing? I mean, this is this is the, the theory of insanity. Like they continually do not put me behind a solid offensive line. I can have Tyler Lockett, I can have DK Metcalf. You can get me, you know, you can get me Travis Kelsey in this lineup, and it doesn't matter. If you can't protect me, what am I doing? I'm 34 years old. I can't take these hits any longer. I was just knocked out for three games this season. Get me out of here. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Get me an offensive line, uh, or, or just get me out. I, it, it, I'm tired of it. Yeah. I think the, the Cardinals can send that message.
1: Yeah, I like. That. I mean, that's that's a really good way to put it because it's and they can't draft anybody. Once again, they would have the. I mean, they would have a, a top, a, at least a top ten pick. I think um this year if if they had one if they didn't stop jamal adams on their team um yeah that'd be because chandler jones eats we talked with um we talked with corbin smith from locked on seahawks yesterday and he's like chandler jones you know he has nightmares about chandler jones and it's going to be something with marcus golden back sure marcus golden has been a real bright spot when he's played this year um especially in a, as an elder statesman of the linebacker group uh yeah That'd be like the the final icing on the get Russell Wilson out of the division cake. Like having Russell Wilson, not in the NFC West anymore would be huge. <laughs> It'd be yeah. huge because you look at, and I tweeted this out before the season started. I said, the Cardinals have the best five-year plan in the NFC West. I got mocked. I got laughed at Russell Wilson. Is a would have to be the main cog for them with their five year plan because they have a bunch of young guys. You know, Bobby Wagner's older, but their offense is fairly young. The San Francisco 49ers kind of, if they can figure out their quarterback situation, and Matthew Stafford's 100 years old. So, like, if you could get Russell Wilson out of the division and have it be like if it were to ever come out like it was week 18 against the Cardinals, that was it for me. That was it. How amazing, how serendipitous would that be? But yeah, I mean, they're going to have to do that. All joking aside, talking about the game on Sunday, they're going to have to do that. They're going to have to exploit the offensive line that's been terrible pretty much in perpetuity up in the Pacific Northwest. And I think a tweaking what I mentioned earlier in the in the podcast about like tweaking, having it be a get-right game, figuring things out, the pass rush is something that needs to have momentum. There was momentum in Dallas that needs to continue because it kind of was null and void for a handful of games right in the middle of the season, and obviously the rest of the defense suffered because of it.
0: I think that they have such you know horses behind Golden and Jones who are so good, right? You know Chandler Jones and Marcus Golden put up some great numbers, uh, but if you can do what they did in Dallas, and they had a fresh rotation of because they didn't have Golden, they started Zavin Collins, they brought in Victor Dumakeji, the six-round pick out of Duke, and they also brought in uh, our guy Dennis Gardeck who we love uh you know is, if you keep that rotation you keep those, those guys fresh why not uh, I, I think you have enough athletes that they can get to the quarterback and it, and it would just keep every, everybody fresh in a game where you can you can really kind of do that if it's playoff time sure let those guys play 90% of the snaps but um so Marcus Golden, getting back into it, he's already earned a million dollars for having 10-plus sacks this season. He can earn another million with two more sacks on Sunday. So he's got some incentive to get a few more sacks against Russell Wilson. And also we were saying that Chandler Jones is a half sack away from having double-digit sacks for the seventh time in his career. So there's uh, some incentives for that that pass rush group to get to, uh, to Russell Wilson there. Here's real quick before we get into our game predictions. This is the actual – week 18 scenarios for the Arizona Cardinals obviously they've clinched a wild card uh spot they can host a wild card game as division champs if they win at home on Sunday versus Seattle and the Rams lose against San Francisco Arizona would be the 3 seed and host San Francisco if Tampa Bay wins at home versus Carolina on Sunday or the number 2 seed and host Philly if Carolina beats Tampa very you know we don't think that's gonna happen. All other week eighteen outcomes result in the Arizona Cardinals playing as the road wild card team. The game will be in LA. If the Seahawks, Niners, Cowboys, Bucks win in week eighteen. It will be in Tampa if the first three teams win, but the Bucks lose. All the games mentioned above start at 225 on Sunday in AZ, except for Dallas Philly, which is Saturday at six fifteen. Every other week eighteen scenario has Arizona returning to Dallas for
1: the wild card round.
0: So there you have it. Those are your scenarios. Does that that would be sense? brutal
1: if the Cardinals lose and the Rams lose? That would be brutal. That would be brutal. Yeah, you don't want saying. you don't want that.
0: No, you don't want to. You don't want to face the media after that happening after losing to a, a six-win Seattle Seahawks team. What we think is going to happen come Sunday against Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks? Can the Arizona Cardinals get it done, or will they take a step back after? Riding the ship and have one last trap game to finish the regular season. It's locked on Cardinals. Bo and Alex looking at this game. It's a six and a half point spread for the Arizona Cardinals against the Seattle Seahawks. When you look at this, the Arizona Cardinals are six and a half point favorites. You like that? Bet online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as they continue to march. Towards the playoffs, just one more game to go. BetOnline remains your number one spot for the best sports wagering action in 2022. New year, a new updated desktop and mobile website. To sign up today, you can get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON, one word, to get started. From football, hoops, hockey, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all these amazing offers Available for the 2022 year. Bet online has the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, wrapping up a Friday edition of Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for making us your first listen. After this, check out Locked On Bets. Get a Bet Online account. You got to do it with uh, ha- listening to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling. Those guys know what they're talking about as far as where the smart money goes on nfl saturdays and sundays now um alex when you look at this game what's the biggest key to the arizona cardinals getting the w on sunday
1: score more score more points though um well listen i haven't used it in a while damn it and it's friday who cares it's week 18 i'm so sad the season's almost over um the key to victory is Kyler Murray still playing at a good level, uh, playing at an elite level. Like I'm so curious to see what they're gonna do with him running the ball moving forward. Because what we saw, there were a couple design runs when they wanted to run the clock out. There were a couple speed options with Chase Edmonds. Okay. I think there was one. Oh, there was that bootleg that ended up in a touchdown, but that had that second option where he throwed the ball to Antoine Wesley, where it wasn't always like that. It was, you know, second and goal. It was a it was a naked bootleg, just him. You know, it was a play-action bootleg, and he would walt into the end zone. The fact that they added that wrinkle was nice. Um, I want to see what they do with him running the ball. But the key to victory from here through the Super Bowl, if they can get there, is Jace Edmonds and James Conner in the run-and-pass game. I think we've really solidified the fact that that's going to be the heartbeat of this offense. We weren't expecting it. We, you know, you'll have the down-the-field throws, but it doesn't happen a lot. You know, that's an accent. That's not how you run an offense, and it's going to be Chase Edmonds and James Conner as 1-1A and 1A running and catching the ball, hopefully touching the ball 35 times to 40 times combined, depending on game flow, in my the, opinion uh, at least.
0: The, the final four minutes in that game against Dallas put on full display how fast Kyler Murray and Chase Edmonds are and how in this run scheme that you need guys with that type of speed because otherwise – it really doesn't work. Like James Conner's nice. He can run it in between the tackles. He can be a bruiser. That's something that those guys can't do. And that's very necessary to have on an NFL roster for sure. And we've seen what the red zone offense looks like without having a, a back capable of doing that. But what they did show was how that the elite speed that they have. Randy Gregory looked like he was walking trying to chase chase Edmonds and and Kyler Murray. They ran an option play on back-to-back plays. You can't do that. You're not supposed to be able to do that in the NFL. Linebackers are supposed to be too fast, but Kyler Murray and chase Edmonds are too damn fast. And, uh, you know, chase Edmonds, there's a reason. Chase Edmonds leads all NFL running backs with 6.3 yards per carry in the fourth quarter. Like he, he's been solid for them down the stretch. And it's, and it's just the, the run scheme is, is designed to fit his speed and Kyler Murray's speed. So, You know, I think that's important And something that you said at the end of the Dallas win was protecting Kyler Murray. I mean, it's just going to come down to keeping him upright, keeping him from taking big hits. And, you know, he's just a different quarterback when he's all put together. Um, So, you know, I think that's that's huge. And because I I think they can play enough defense to hang with anybody Um, as as far as Sunday goes. I mean, it's it's going to come down to the offense playing, you know, continuing to kind of trend in the right direction. Like they've just got to put up points because I I do believe in Russell Wilson. I think that this in, in this Seahawks offense is playing their best ball, but that the Arizona Cardinals defense is solid enough and sound enough that they can make enough stops that if they do, the Arizona Cardinals offense should exploit this Seattle Seahawks defense enough to where it doesn't matter. Like the Seahawks can put up 25 points. This game should be 35, 25.
1: Yeah. No, I agreed. Agreed, uh, and you know what? It's, it's this is just, and we've seen it all year. And it, we kind of derailed a little bit when the Cardinals just lo- lo- started losing games they weren't supposed to. Okay. But every game has been a litmus test. I've said this since the beginning of the season, since right before Tennessee. Every week, there is a different little test. It's a different level to see if this part of the Arizona Cardinals team can produce. And what we said with Tennessee was: there's no pass rush, and there's Derrick Henry. That's what we talked about. Let's see what the run defense can do, and let's see if the Cardinals can put up a forty burger on the defense. And they were able to do both. They stopped Derrick Henry for the majority of the time. That Isaiah Simmons fourth and goal stop right at the goal line was able to or wasn't fourth and goal. It was early, early goal down, and Ryan Tannehill ended up scoring on that uh, right. on that drive. But this week, it's can they put up thirty points against a bad defense? Especially though, because the Cardinals have not played well against backups this year at all. Yeah. Indianapolis, Detroit, uh without Jalen Ramsey the week before that, the week before the Detroit game, they haven't played well at all. So let's see if they've turned that corner and can put up a 30-burger against a bad defense who legitimately have nothing to play for except for maybe hitting bonuses and 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 future contracts in their in their respective contracts. But yeah, the one thing before before we move to the player of the game It's to be noted, the offensive line is as healthy as it's like COVID. I mean, you know, the pandemic is terrible. Okay. It's terrible for so many people. And I'm talking just specifically about sports. You'd rather have somebody get that and recover than have a knee injury. And that's what the majority of the people that have missed games was because they were sick and not because they're dealing with a hamstring injury or a knee injury or a shoulder or whatever. So everybody's going to be healthy. Justin Pugh is the outlier there, but Kelvin Beecham, DJ, DJ Humphreys, and Ronnie Hudson. When they're on the field, Kyler's going to be protected, and they will be on the field because they're all healthy, which is a huge thing.
0: Yeah, it should be a great opportunity for Kyler to be able to pick apart this defense, and, and with that, like the expectation becomes, you know, this offense needs to hum. It does, and, and when it doesn't, people get frustrated. They start uh, casting blame, uh, in you know, at the, especially at the play caller and in, in Cliff Kingsbury, when this this offense doesn't execute. Um, looking at this game, you know they've done a good job against DK Metcalf since he's kind of emerged. They need to continue to do that, but it becomes a more of a Herculean effort from a defensive secondary that played very well last week against the. A, 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 started with a trio of talented wide receivers for the Cowboys and, and ended up being a duo, and they shut them down. But that's asking a lot to go. I mean, are are they facing probably like? One of the best wide receiver duos in back-to-back weeks, going from C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper to D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I mean it's possible, um, you know, to to put that on Byron Murphy. And there's no Robert Alford again. There's probably not going to be Marco Wilson. Uh, you're going to have to rely on Kevin Peterson again, Antonio Hamilton, those safeties again to all play. I, I mean, Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson were masterful in how they played last week. They've got to have another repeat performance this week, but I think the Arizona Cardinals have enough to get it done. I do see the, see this, the Seahawks offense putting up some points. I think the Arizona Cardinals win this one 31, 24.
1: Okay. Um, I'll take it. Yeah. Cause you're right. I mean, it's, it's going to be daunting. Uh, we'll see where Isaiah Simmons is in coverage. We'll see if Zayman Collins plays a little bit more like i DK Metcalf is very fast. Okay. I don't know if they're going to be able to bracket him with just, um, would just Buda Baker Jalen Thompson over the top. I don't know what the defensive seems going to look like when you have this many DBs hurt. Um, but I think that's about right. I think the Cardinals eclipse 30 points. I think 30 uh, on the nose, you know, 30, 17, 30, 20, something like that. Um, but we'll see, we're going to find out right away. And obviously there's going to be, obviously again, this whole podcast can be put in the, in the GD trash can. if, the Rams go up twenty-one nothing, and then they cruise. You know, it's not like this. Oh no, we're not going to be uh, scoreboard watching baloney because it really doesn't matter if the Rams end up winning. If the if the Rams end up blowing a team out, but I'll say thirty to twenty is my final answer. Cardinals win.
0: And, and what concerns me the most too about the Seahawks team and in, in this game and what we've seen against uh, lesser opponents in Carolina and, and Detroit again for the second consecutive season, which is uh, unbelievable. But uh, if if the Seahawks go up like 10, nothing like how the Arizona Cardinals respond, because so far this season, like this is your last chance to kind of show that you can be resilient. Like they, they responded to to Minnesota, but outside of that, like they have to like, are they just going to be like, oh, okay, we're, we're in, you know, we don't want to really force the issue. We don't want to deal with, uh, we don't put ourselves in harm's way, trying to scratch and claw back into a ball game here. You know, are, are they going to be able to get back into it? Because I think so. Like, the way that they're running the ball the run pass balance that that's the Seattle could could somehow end up running away with this game in a weird way you know i'm saying that it's in a weird way after they put up 51 points in the nfl team last week so it's just it's it's an it's a to me it's it's a scary opponent just because they have the ability to score at such a at a high clip but i think the arizona cardinals if if they come out and they're engaged and they're focused they should be able to take advantage of this this seattle defense that being said on the offensive side of the football you know, I look at these guys, the wide receivers. Christian Kirk, as I said, he needed sixty plus yards to get to a thousand. I think Christian Kirk can have a big day on Sunday. He's my player of the game choice for the Arizona Cardinals. I like Christian Kirk. Who do you like?
1: I hope that's right for the future of the Cardinals because if they can figure it out, if they can really use him the way that they he needs to be used, they should one hundred percent re-sign him. Like if we could get those two chunk plays a game spread out. Of course yeah. the, the landscape of a season where he could be a fringe thousand yard receiver, seven touchdown guy. Like um, my guy is going to be chase Edmonds. And I, I think I, I was going to go Kyler, but like, cause I think he needs to be thrown in now because he's been playing up and down. Let's see if he can do it again. Let's see if chase Edmonds can do it again. Let's see if they can use him in space again. Let's see if they can get him in the end zone. You know, things like this, where James Cotter is not always going to be here, you know, I, we don't know. We don't know what what's going to happen. So getting Chase Edmonds in the end zone from short yardage is something that they haven't ever been able to do. So I don't know what the what the packages are going to look like, but Chase Edmonds is my boy.
0: Yeah. One thing about Kyler, and as we sit here, and it's sometimes don't have the perspective because we're in it too much, is that the fact that they've won eleven games is all. It's been predicated. It's all because Kyler Murray took that jump. And every time that Kyler Murray played like the guy that everybody believed he could play like, and he played at an MVP level, they won football games. When he didn't, they lost. But like when people were saying, hey, Kyler's going to be the top quarterback in fantasy football, or he's, he's going to take a step, he's going to be in the MVP, he, you know, he's sixth overall favorite for the MVP odds. Like I didn't understand at the beginning of the season or before the season began, like people expecting Kyler to make this jump and this team not follow suit. And it does. If Kyler plays like an MVP, they win, and that's why they're eleven and five. So it, it comes down, it's going to come down to, to you know Sunday, and it's going to come down you know a week from Sunday or Saturday, whenever they play in the playoffs to Kyler Murray. So it's going to be important to keep him you know going well here. come Sunday, defensive player of the game. When we look at Seattle, man, as I said, I I, I got it. I'm I'm pulling for the junkyard dog, Marcus Gold, cash in. <laughs> Make a millie, buddy. Get two sacks. (laughs) Let's go. Cash in on those incentives. I'm just gonna pull for you because that would that would be that would that would be tough one. That'd be tough. Like if you all you had to do was get to the quarterback twice, which is tough. But you know, and and you you get a million bucks. I mean, that's let's let's go. I mean, it's like we're watching any given Sunday's LT's character. Just don't put your health on the line.
1: Yeah, yeah, that CTE was real with a beam, and so yeah. I mean, I would say. I feel like a million bucks. <laughs> no. LT that transition is one of the weirdest ever Jim Brown in that movie. That movie is so good. Um, uh, Cameron Diaz. Like, I mean, that yeah. was, that was such an undervalued sports movie. Um, he took a chainsaw and split a sports car down the middle. Uh, okay. um, yeah, so and it's interesting about Marcus Golden. Like, do you remember when Sean Lee was like it with, with the Cowboys was something short? Like, if he played one more game, he would get a five million dollar bonus and they sat him. He was a healthy scratch, so they didn't have wow. to pay him. That sticks out in my head. I can ask Marcus Moser about that. I hope that they play Marcus Golden. And Michael Bidwell has always been very good like that to his players. So, and I, I hope that they play him to the last snap, regardless, so we can get that. Number one. Number two, it's Zaven Collins. Because Zayvon Collins had one tackle for loss on, on Ezekiel Elliott. He showed flashes, a flash, of what he could potentially be. You need, like, if Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons could take a step forward, this defense could be top five in the NFL. Because that means you could say, Jordan Hicks, thank you if you want to stay, but we're good now. Marcus Golden, yeah. you can stay and retire here, but we're good now. Like, if Zayvon Collins can play outside and use, they use Hassan Reddick as a cautionary tale where you want to play him at his position right away, instead of waiting four years, that would be immeasurable for this defense. So I hope the kid can eat. Like I hope that he makes everybody eat their words when nobody knew who Zayvon Collins was until two days before the draft, when, you know, Schrager and everybody came out that that was it. Cause they got all the leak that that's who it was going to be. So I hope that this could be a coming out party for him. It'd be huge.
0: Yeah. And after a couple games, uh, You know Simmons coming alive at the end of that Dallas game was huge for them. I mean, him playing at the level that he did earlier in the season, and he kind of slumped off a little bit. You know, we see what this defense can look like when you have a playmaker the caliber of Isaiah Simmons. It's that's understated. Uh, Thank you so much for. Did did you have a a final score prediction?
1: I said thirty to twenty. You never listen to me.
0: Yeah, I don't. Um, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. You can, if you want to, you can read his tweets at Clancy's (laughs) Corner. Bob Rack. If you want to. Az cards. (laughs) Uh, thank you so much for making this regular season just incredible. It's it's been unbelievable for Alex and myself, and hopefully you've enjoyed us uh, throughout this season. Thank you so much. We, I mean, the next time we're really, you know, we talk to you in this format, we're going to be breaking down or previewing a playoff game. But uh, we do have our halftime show. It's coming on Sunday during the game between the Seahawks and the Cardinals, and then we have our knee jerk reaction podcast immediately after that, and then we'll have a podcast ready for you. Come Monday morning, starting to talk, you know, recap the game and then start to preview the playoffs because the Cardinals are going to the big dance. Bo, it's Alex. It's Lockdown Cardinals. Now make Lockdown Bets your second listen.